SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to Scott Wetzel will give you a bad taste in your mouth. You call these bagels? It's Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. Bagels and Bad Beats on a Wednesday morning, hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Our toll-free telephone number, as always, 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. You can email me. Go to my website, hit the contact Scott icon, and fire away. A lot to get into today, as we already have. Talking about the Sean Jackson, who uh, sent out the Instagram apology uh, for a second time because the first time wasn't sincere enough. Uh, the second time, on behalf of me, the mope uh, tried to write off the fact that he thought he was, uh, you know, quoting Hitler, and he, you know, all of a sudden realized he woke up this morning or yesterday, I suppose, and realized that. Eh, you know, Hitler might not be the best guy I want to be quoting, even though it actually wasn't from Hitler, but he thought it wasn't. Then he realized he was also promoting Louis Farrakhan. Then he also realized yesterday morning, well, maybe he's not exactly the best guy I ought to be promoting. You know, so he sent out this second apology. You know, where's the fanfare? Where's the, you should be, and again, I don't want to call for the fire, but where is the, you know, you're an idiot, you're a moron, you're a dope, you're this, you're that, like all the others have gotten, whether it's Drew Brees, because he says he wants to stand for the national anthem, whether it's poor Brian Davis, who lost his OKC play-by-play job, while it's Grant Napier, who lost his uh, Sacramento Queens play-by-play job for having the audacity to actually say all lives matter, or poor Doug Adler over at the Four Letter Network, who got whacked two years ago for saying guerrilla tactics, God forbid, which is a tennis phrase. You know, where where's all the angst? Again, if, if the left wants to be taken a little bit more seriously than the right, then the left has to hop all over to Sean Jackson and just say you're a mope and, you know, do what you would have done if uh, this was someone saying like, something against, uh, you know, uh, the black community. But you, you're not getting that. People get that you pick and choose. So it is what it is. Meanwhile, you got the WNBA which wants to get rid of one of the owners of the Atlanta Dream because she had the audacity to say that she's a Trump person. So, I mean, there's just no There really just no Bagels and Bad Beats. We'll discuss it all coming up right here on a Wednesday morning with Scott Wetzel. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The SportsGrid Network. Try my disgusting bagel. Now, back to bagels and bad beats with Scott Wetzel. I can't say I'm that confident because, um, you know, I haven't been show, shown yet. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of tough to be confident in something that hasn't, uh, hasn't proved to be uh, foolproof. 
Uh, and so uh, there's not a whole lot really I can do. It's kind of out of my control, um, but it's in, it's in somebody's control and whoever, whoever's control it's in, uh, just have to find a way to, to make it work or uh, this whole operation uh, may not be able to work. That's Mookie Betts of the uh, L.A. Dodgers. Boy, that sounds weird to say, huh? Red Sox fans talking about the the virus and being able to play baseball and everything else. Uh, Red Sox pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez, by the way, has the virus as well. And the Giants suspended operations until their coronavirus tests come back. So, you know, baseball full steam ahead. But, boy, I'll tell you what, the steam is losing uh, heat. I'll I'll tell you that. I don't think any of this is going to occur. But we got soccer tonight, you know, unless there's an outbreak um, over the next couple of weeks. That'll be an encouraging sign. But the soccer will play the role with the MLS coming back, even though no one really cares. But they will care, or at least they should care, just to kind of see. But that is the voice of a guy who's kind of stuck in no man's land because he needs to play this year because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. If he doesn't play, He's going to be back with the Dodgers next year for one year. So he is really screwed. And I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what provisions they have. If, in fact, the season is lost, does that mean, you know, guys like Mookie Betts will be able to become free agents because their one year left in their contract is up? Or does it mean that, you know, that all gets pushed towards next year? And there's got to be a faction you know, of the, the, the Miguel Cabreras and the, uh, you know, the guys that have these, the, the Chris Davises of the world who have these ridiculous contracts that are set to make $25, $30 million, even though they're not worth it anymore. They don't want to lose a year on their contract. But guys like Mookie Betts, who is pending a free agent year, you know, he doesn't care really if they play or not as long as he loses this year. So there's got to be a faction within the Players Association if, in fact, they do not play. But my, my, rule would be as long as they play one game then it's a season it is what it is you just it's one less year in your contract so 844-843-6879 i want to get it to cam newton here in a couple of little tidbits first up but chaos in connecticut calls in on bagels and bad beats what's up chaos how are you my friend mr vegas thanks for taking my call early in the morning uh, this is what i want to say mr vegas i am as a 50-year major sports fan. I do not want politics and all personal agendas into the world of sports. I know it's inevitable, but I will not be watching the NFL or the NBA this year because of not only the ludicrous, insane amount of money that's going on, the political agendas and what they're pushing and bringing politics into something that's supposed to be an escape for yours truly, the guardian of chaos. That's point number one. Scotty. Well, uh, let me. Uh, two, I see that. Right, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, sir. Go ahead, sir. No, I was just say, no, no, you know, I, listen, you, in a perfect. Yeah, no, it's cool. In, in, in a perfect world, uh, okay, I, I agree. You know, in an absolute perfect world, it, it's not that I'm minimizing the the, uh, the roles that these guys play or, you know, the importance of what they're saying. It's just, it's an outlet. And I've said this many times, been criticized for saying it, but I will, I will continue to say it. You know, athletes that make a gazillion dollars, I'm sorry, they're no longer to me human. They're they're, they're just not. They're pieces of my life, and I don't care necessarily what they believe in or don't believe in. I'm I'm at the point of my life, 
Guardian Cast that I just I'm I'm selfish now. You know what? And I use sports as an outlet. Now it's my life and it's my living and I got a home and everything. So it's maybe a little bit more than that. But I want it to be ultimately an outlet for the fan, for you, for I. And and I don't care. Now, if these guys want to do it off the court, off the field, knock yourselves out, different. But on the field, you know, there's things on the jerseys are stupid, things on the court are stupid. I, 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 that I just, I don't believe in at all. It's a selfish point of view. I agree. Not minimizing what their statements are because it would be any statement, pro, negative, left, right, up, down, Republican, Democrat, male, female, whatever the case, I, I don't want it in support. I just don't, but I know that's never going to happen. So that, that's, that's well, 2001. Scotty, uh, Mr. Vegas, if you, Mr. Vegas, if you will, I couldn't agree with you more. And that's where I come from. You can have your own beliefs. It's supposed to be a freedom of speech, but you know that's changing in this country too. You could have your own agendas. You could have your own issues, but don't bring it between the lines. So I agree with you, and this brings me to my last point, and I'll get off the air because it's fired up the sports grid uh, chat room this morning with Mr. I see Vegas. <laughs> there's, there's one sports entertainment and i'll say sports entertainment in the world of professional wrestling that doesn't deal with this bs mr wetzel they don't deal with politics and pushing the agenda and social issues sports and pro wrestling entertainment draws millions of people on a weekly basis it's an untapped demographic where all the bs of the mainstream is not coming in they've even dealt with covid 19 10 times differently than any one of these major league sports and tonight the biggest night of the week in pro wrestling AEW Fighter Fest takes on NXT, the Great American Bash, and there'll be millions of people watching. Through this whole COVID pandemic, there's been one constant. There's been one sport, and I'll say sports entertainment because, you know, the faceless people in the chat room don't have enough to step up and identify themselves. And this is what I do, the guardian of chaos, and I tell it like it is. Millions of people are watching. And even even during the pandemic, what was the one live sport, Mr. Vegas, sports entertainment that continued to perform through this whole pandemic, the world of professional wrestling? People at Sports Grid, people off the grid, people in the chat room, in the sports world in general, step up and take notice. We're already taking over Fox Network. It's only a matter of time. It's scripted. But- it's choreographed. But it's entertainment. Let me let me uh, let me play devil's advocate. You got a second? I'll play devil's advocate with you. I got all the time in the world for Mr. Vegas. <laughs> you're a good man. You're a good man. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Now you're right. It it, it is not. Uh, you know, it, you know, wrestling is mainstream. I mean, well, you go to some of these uh, concerts. My former producer, I think you know, you know, he he was into wrestling big, 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 big time. So he has but, hit the big time. He yeah, hit yeah, the yeah, yeah. Big time. But I love, I'll play devil's advocate. AEW. Yeah, yeah, he actually was. You know, he did a pretty good job. I, you know, if he was a little bit more outgoing during the show, we could have promoted his cause, but he was so quiet. I mean, <laughs> he's got all these rap songs and everything else on YouTube, but I'm like, geez, you know, Max, you never even told me. You know, he was he was almost bashful, like he had two separate lives. But but he, I'll, I'll throw this Very out. You play devil's advocate. How many black wrestlers are there? Not many, right? Well, there's 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 probably as many uh, blacks and Latinos and Mexicans and Japanese 
uh, as there are whites. Pro wrestling really? is a melting pot. It's, it's okay. a melting pot. It's a global sport with no off-season, Scotty. And your fans out there know that. And if I ever bring Chaos Corner to Sports Grid TV, you will see the ratings bonanza, Mr. Vegas. All right. I, I was Because I was going to say, I, I don't follow it. Um, but I was going to say, you know, out of the notable old-timers or whatever I see highlights, I see nothing but white guys. And I was going to say if, if uh, well, you know, they well, wanted to Scotty, go after you, if you became mainstream, that would be something you'd have to answer, whereas now it's no big deal. Well, um, and I'm a little surprised they haven't got after golf and, and with this auto racing stuff with, with uh, Bubba Wallace. I'm surprised that hasn't been brought up. Hey, how come there is only one black race car driver? So you, sometimes you don't want to well, become I'm, I'm mainstream. Gonna say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, Mr. Vegas. Again, the pro wrestling world is not touched by this because we travel the globe from down under to Japan, to China, to Singapore, to Bangkok, to the United States. It is a multi, multi-racial, multi-ethnic background in the world of professional wrestling. We don't see color for the most part. We see someone as a wrestler. And if you want to go back into the day and talk about blacks and, this, and, and that sports entertainment, let's talk about Rocky Johnson. The Rock's father. Let's talk about Bobo Brazil. Let's talk about the legendary Ernie Ladd who played football. There were many, many black athletes back in the day. And in the 21st century, it's even more eclectic and more of a racial mix. And, and we love it. We look at each other like brothers. Here. Cool. Appreciate that, Guardian. Appreciate the phone call and the support. Uh, Bagels and Bad Beats. More coming up. Sam Newton talk up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Fantasy Sports Today. All right, let's talk about a bounce-back guy here. And uh, obviously last year did not go well for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think we all know that. It went well for the defense, at least. It, all things considered, it was pretty difficult considering the quarterback play really put them behind the eight ball. I do want to get on board. Like, I, I have concerns, though, about it. Like, yes, it's great that Ben's back. Does he make it through a full season? We're talking about a 38-year-old guy who's had a pretty significant injury history. The Sports Grid Network. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. Game time decisions. So how about this? So the National Football League is going to cut the uh, preseason in half. Yet at the same point in time, they want to have uh, fans at the games. Exactly. Like, you see, like yeah. the, the contradictions here, of uh, which, yeah. like, yeah, well, we know we won't be able to play four weeks in a row, but let's have fans here. It, it, it's insane. It's like a bunch of zombies from The Walking Dead are in charge of everything right now. It, it, it's insane. The Sports Grid Network. The Sports Grid Network. Try my disgusting bagel. Now, back to bagels and bad beats with Scott Wetzel. You don't choose that over this. 
I'm getting tired of being humble now. Famous, I one on the shelf. Seven AM Eastern Time. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Again, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. That, if you could understand what was going on, was Cam Newton yesterday on an Instagram. He's in a workout gym. I don't know if it's his own, whatever the case may be. Uh, he's got the, these tight shorts on, and he's got no shirt on, and he, in essence, is sending out a message ripping Carolina for signing Ted, Teddy Bridgewater, in essence, choosing Bridgewater over him. I mean, first of all, you can't understand what the freak he's saying. Second off, he's got this rap song in the background that I could have swore I heard the N-word being used. Then he's describing himself to animals and how he's a killer and he's this and he's that. And, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, you know, you're upset about Cam Carolina choosing Teddy Bridgewater over you. Okay, you know, forget the fact that, you know, Carolina fired its head coach. They're bringing in a new regime. They want to turn the page. They have relative new owners. Okay, so you're pissed off at Carolina for choosing Teddy Bridgewater over you. So I said to myself, myself, uh, let's go through a checklist, shall we, of all people that Cam can be pissed off at. So you want to be pissed off at Carolina because they chose a broken down Teddy Bridgewater? Okay. Let's not stop there, though, Cam. You want to be upset with the Indianapolis Colts who chose a broken down, never won a big game in his life, Phillip Rivers over you? You could do that. Let's not stop there. How about the Washington Redskins? You know, they they chose an horrific, just an absolutely god-awful, although I think he's going to be a good quarterback, uh, but just an absolutely horrific Dwayne Haskins last year over you, even though, oh, by the way, your former head coach, Ron Rivera, is now coach of the Redskins, and he still wouldn't bring your ass in. Don't stop there. How about the uh, L.A., San Diego, you name the city Chargers? You know what? They chose Tehran Taylor and Bobby Bear Jr. Ugh, over you. Don't stop there. How about the Bungles? You know what? They chose Joe Burrow instead of making a trade with my beloved Miami Dolphins, which was uh, were willing to offer up the moon to them. They said no, you know, knowing full well they could have signed you taken all those Dolphin draft choices and moved on from Joe Burrow, but they chose a guy who's never played a down in the NFL over you. Don't stop there, Cam, once we're on this train, right? How about the Chicago Bears? They chose Mitchell Trubisky, who sucks, and Nick one-year wonder foals over bringing you in. And then that leaves us with the New England Patriots, who at this point, are not willing to give you, guarantee you the starting job. We're only willing to give you a league minimum contract, albeit with some incentives, but still Teddy Bridgewater last year as a backup with the New Orleans Saints is going to end up making more money than what you'll make with the New England Patriots this year, even if you do start. So to recap, don't stop at Carolina. If you're going to do it, do it right, Cam. 
rip Carolina, rip the Colts, rip the Redskins, if we can use that name, rip the Chargers, rip the Bungles, rip the Bears, and rip your own team, the New England Patriots. And oh, by the way, did you see his dopey little rant? He ends up, you know, trying to be Mr. Muscle, right? Mr. Adonis, Mr. Atlas here, as he's got his shirt off, and he has a muscular physique, much like Mr. Vegas, by the way. Um, <clears throat> so in the end, as he goes on this, uh, I don't know, uh, endorphin-induced uh, rant, I, I could say steroids, but I won't, uh, this little rant, and then you think maybe he's going to hop on, uh, you know, a machine and he's going to deadlift, I don't know, two, three, four, five, six hundred pounds. Maybe he's going to do a bench press. Maybe he's going to do some squats, you know, show how mean and rough and tough and how strong he is. Instead, he sits his ass on the ground and and rows his arms back and forth like my three-year-old could freaking do that, Cam. I mean, you know, you got this whole tirade, this whole rant about, you know, how tough and mean and strong and everything else you are. And then you wrap it up by getting on the ground and doing something that a three-year-old could do. Welcome to Cam Newton, New England Patriot fans. Welcome to Cam. You want to put a bet? You know, a fan duel is smart. They have a lot of goofy things that you can put the wagers on. Will Cam Newton be a New England Patriot by season's end? My bet would be no. My my, my guess is no, I don't, I don't think so. You know, if he's sending out tweets like this or Instagrams like this before the season has even begun, before basically training camp has even begun, how is he going to adhere to Bill Belichick rules? There's no way. And you know what? Time to move on, Cam. I hate to break it to you, but it's been a long time since uh, Carolina has decided to go other in another direction. Move on. You're with the new club. If you want to do that before you sign with the Patriots and you're all ticked off that you don't have a job, I get it perhaps, but you've moved. Well, the team has moved on. You know, you have now a position with the New England Patriots. You have an opportunity to actually become a starting quarterback. Forget about the salary. But, you know, if you can't beat out Jared Stidham, uh, then, then you know what? You don't belong to be in the NFL. So you have a golden opportunity to be a starter. You move on with your life. Don't look back at Carolina. Don't be pissed off. The head coach isn't there. Again, rip the Redskins. Or rip Ron Rivera for not bringing you in with Washington. Rip the Colts who took, you know, Phillip Rivers, who never won a big game in his life. You know, rip the bungle, rip, rip the Bears who chose Mitch Trubisky one more year and Nick Foles, for goodness sakes. Think about that. They gave Nick Foles, they took on his contract. It's going to end up being more than what you're going to make with the New England Patriots. But if you hold on to these grudges, it's it's not it, it's just not going to work. And it's funny. Like I said, in the end, he ends up getting on the ground and just, you know, swinging his arms back and forth like, oh, wow, boy, you're strong. Nobody could do that. Holy crow, you know. No, my three-year-old can't do that. No. Unbelievable. Disaster. Disaster. Someone tell DeAndre Hopkins to shut up already. Uh, and again, you know, I don't know what it is with these athletes. They feel so compelled. I don't know if it's their agent. I don't know if they're just cooped up. But DeAndre Hopkins yesterday tweeted out his reaction to Kansas City giving Pat Mahomes that uh, idiotic contract, right? So gets half a billion dollars. You would think everyone is happy, and I guess they all are. But instead of letting bygones be bygones, he's still pissed off that he's no longer with the Houston Texans, which is amazing because he seemingly hated, you know, Bill O'Brien and, and didn't necessarily want to be there anymore. So he sends out a tweet saying that there were 24 reasons why Mahomes deserved it, meaning the contract, and zero doubts that he'll win more Super Bowls. 
So what does that all mean, Scott? What, what's so big a deal about that? Well, listen, you know what? 24 reasons why Mahomes deserves the contract and zero doubts to win more. 24 nothing. That was the lead the Houston Texans had over the Kansas City Chefs last year and blew it in the postseason. But little memo to DeAndre. I don't know if his memory doesn't go back that far. He seemingly remembers the score, but perhaps he forgets that he was on that team that was leading 24-0. Perhaps he forgets he played a major role in the team, only scoring one more touchdown, being outscored 50-7 to the rest of the way. Perhaps he doesn't remember that he was the starting wide receiver. Perhaps he doesn't remember he was the main cog in that Houston Texan offense that basically stopped playing after jumping out to the 24 nothing lead. I mean, you know, he wants to pin it on the uh, the Texans. You know, you were part of that. You were part of the problem, for goodness sakes. And listen, if he hated Houston so much, DeAndre, why are you seemingly throwing jabs at them every opportunity you get? You think you'd be happy. You know, if Bill O'Brien is the the dope that a lot of people think he is, and if life was so bad over there and you weren't going to get a new contract and you didn't want to be there anymore, you know, they did you a favor. They shipped you to Arizona. You were a bright young quarterback and a bright young head coach and seemingly a, a, a bright future, albeit in a very tough division. But still, you're out of Houston. That's the main thing. You think you would be thrilled versus, you know, trying to attack your former club every opportunity. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Make fun of him. We, we all do. We all did, whether it's O'Brien or anyone else. But the bottom line is, that DeAndre, that you were part of that 24 nothing blowing the lead. There is no T or I, for that matter, in Ryder Cup. Four-letter network actually had a story that they didn't steal from someone else, as far as I could see. I mean, it, it's an actual, like, report before the news comes out. We're not confirming, you know, an original source. And that is that they're going to cancel the Ryder Cup this year. Set for September 25th, 27th up in uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Because of the coronavirus, doesn't look like it's going to happen. They're expected to make uh, make the announcement uh, today. Uh, It'll be delayed uh, for this time next year. So no Ryder Cup, according to the source, to the four-letter network. It'll be played 2021. And then the President's Cup, which is in alternating years, will be pushed to 2022, and then they'll alternate from from that point on. So PGA of America and European Tour are expected to release the information officially this morning, So, which is good because, you know what, these events are dumb. There is no T in Ryder Cup, all right? There is no team in golf. Uh, it's G-O-L-F. It's Ryder, R-Y-D-E-R Cup, okay? Uh, there is no team because it's not a team sport. Golf is not a team sport, all right? It just isn't. I, I'm being asked to root against guys that I like to root for, oh, by the way. That's the biggest issue I have with this. It, it, it's dumb. You know, I like rooting for some of these foreign golfers. They're some of my favorite golfers. Now, all of a sudden, because I'm wrapping it in red, white, and blue, I'm supposed to root against them because it's the Ryder Cup or the President's Cup? I'm glad. And they should banish the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup forever, as far as I'm concerned.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bagel. Now, back to Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. On a Wednesday morning, 844-843-6879. 41 minutes past the hour. Scott Wetzel taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. We play it because it appears that the uh, Washington Redskins will soon be the Washington Warriors. Team 980, uh, it's a radio station down in the Washington, D.C. area, uh, said uh, Kevin Sheehan. Don't know him, but I'll give him props. At least he said on his podcast anyway that he had it on pretty good authority. Not sure what that is. But the leading contender for the replacement name was, in fact, the Warriors. So it, it makes sense. I don't know if he necessarily has it on good authority. Don't want to challenge him. But uh, logically, it makes sense just because Daniel Snyder, who owns the Redskins, uh, had that name planned for his arena football team when he purchased the expansion rights in 1999 for, for the uh, Arena Football League. He was going to use the Washington Warriors. So, you know... He has some affection, if you will, towards that. So perhaps he's just going to say, all right, there's no more arena football. Um, I I like Warriors before. People are considering it. They're buying into it. You know, uh, why not? And it's not necessarily a red skin, but at least it's got the same genre as far as it's it's a battler. It's a warrior. It's, you know, um, you know, you would think that would be politically correct, but, you know, it is a villain also. So I don't know. You're going from a red skin, which is no good because it's a slang word to a villain, you know, versus something peaceful. God forbid. But uh, that appears to be the leading contender so far. If, in fact, they actually change the name, you know, that's not a guarantee. You know, Daniel Snyder, you know, nothing would stop him from just appeasing people. Let this thing blow away. And just say, well, we're considering on the name and, you know, we can't really do it for this upcoming season. I saw stories where they were hoping to get it done for this year. You can't do that. I mean, I I, I know in years past you were not allowed to do that. If you wanted to do a name change uh, or jersey even change, you had to give the NFL at least one year's notice. Maybe they would make the exception in this case, but I know generally you have to give at least a year. So, you know, would it be the craziest thing in the world? 1979, the movie came out. So, yeah, I figure right around the 70s, early 80s. Uh, would it be the craziest thing in the world if, uh, you know, Snyder saying, all right, we're, we're going to look into it just to shut people up and then hope it goes away. And then, you know, this time next year, people would have forgotten about it. You know, perhaps it, it's it's not the craziest thing in the world. So it's a little strategy, perhaps. Did you see um, the championship rings that the LSU football Tigers got for winning the national championship? There was a story yesterday. They had three rings, as a matter of fact. They received rings for winning the SEC championship, which obviously they did. They received the ring for a college football playoff ring. 
for winning the championship and, and then or at least, you know, I guess getting to the college football playoff. It just as a college football playoff provided ring for winning the CFP uh, and then a national championship ring provided by LSU. So I guess they got one from SEC people for winning the, the conference. They got one from college football for winning the national championship. And then LSU decided, okay, that wasn't enough. We're going to throw another ring on. So they got three rings. One of them is is yellow and gold. There's 16 purple stones. I don't know what they are, but it's worth a gazillion dollars. Uh, It's got the scores of all eight conference wins in 2019 lined in the interior of the ring. How did you put all – I don't know how they could fit eight games of scores inside of a ring i mean i know these guys have humongous hands but you know unless it's so minute you can't even read it it features the score of the championship game in atlanta it's got the text go tigers not g-o god forbid g-e-a-u-x um it's got the owner's name so everyone gets an individual one and the position with another signature phrase, one team, one heartbeat. This is all on one freaking ring, mind you. I mean, this thing is humongous. It's real gold. You know, four stones for the four national championship programs in modern history align the top of the edges. I mean, this thing is as big as the state of Louisiana, for goodness sakes. So what's the problem? The problem is, you know, if these same kids want to go down the street and work overnights at 7-Eleven, they can't do it. And that's breaking NCAA rules. You're not allowed to get a job. You're on scholarship. No, 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 no. You know, I want to ask you, hey, listen, uh, I got a little podcast here. I got a little radio show in the morning. You mind, uh, you know, coming on and saying, hey, listen to Scott Wetzel, Bagels and Bad Beats, you know, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 a.m. Eastern time on your local sports affiliate. They can't do that. That's an endorsement. God forbid, God forbid that one of these players makes any kind of just, hey, listen to Scott on Bagels and Bad Beats. They'll be they'll lose their scholarship. They'll lose their eligibility. They'll be thrown away like dirty dishwater. They can't do that, but you want to give them, uh, I don't know, how valuable championship rings, uh, multiple, three of them, you know, worth, I'm sure, thousands, right? They, it's got to be worth thousands of dollars with all these, you know, with the, between the gold and the stones and everything else. That's okay. We can give you something that's worth thousands, but don't you dare go down to 7-Eleven to work overnights for three thirty-five an hour. No, cannot do that. Well, the hypocrisy of thumb some things in sports is just amazing. It really is just remarkable. I, I mean, so what's the answer to this guy? Don't give them the rings? No, that, that's not the point. Give them the championship rings. Although, really, do they really need three? I mean, honestly, do they need three rings? You know, maybe you want to give them the rings once they graduate, if, in fact, they do graduate, or leave the school. You know, I could see that. But it's just, again, the hypocrisy of it all. Give the kid uh, something that's worth thousands and thousands of dollars, but – had the kid go down to the local 7-Eleven and work overnights for minimum wage, and it, it's the end of the world as we know it. it. It just it makes no sense to me. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. 844-843-6879. Thank goodness this is finally in, and thank goodness, hopefully anyway, we don't have to bring this story up ever again because, quite frankly, it's a know-nothing story. And that is Washington Wizard Bradley Beal 
will not join the club when the NBA resumes. He's been waffling back and forth for the last three weeks. One week he's on, next week he's off, third week he's not sure, then he's back in again, then he's back off again. Listen, I understand it's Bradley Beal. I get that. I understand things change with the virus. I get all that. He has a shoulder injury as well. I understand, but listen, and he was second in the NBA in scoring at 30 points a game. So I understand all that stuff. But the bottom line is, no offense, it's Bradley Beal, all right? It's the Washington stinking Wizards. The only reason the Wizards, who, oh, by the way, are 24 and 40, 16 games under 500. The only reason the Wizards were invited to this little mini tournament resumption of the NBA season is because they had to, because they wanted to invite the New Orleans Pelicans who are sitting in the number nine slot in the Western Conference, as the Wizards are in the Eastern Conference. So they wanted to make damn sure if we're going to restart this season, we're having Zion Williamson be part of this thing. And we broke down how ridiculously easy the Pelican schedule is compared to everyone else's. So they said, if we're going to invite the ninth-seeded team over in the West, then we're going to have to invite the ninth-seeded team over in the East, even though they're 16 games under 500. This team has as much business playing in the NBA Resumption League as my uh, eighth, ninth grade girls basketball team at Plainview High. Are you kidding me? Bradley, who cares? Point is, who cares if you come back or play or not? Nobody, but no people in Washington don't even care if you come back and play. In fact, they're hoping you don't come back and play. This way, it would increase the Wizards' chances when it comes to the draft lottery. I mean, nobody, this is not a first-place team. This is not a championship-caliber team. Chances are very good. They weren't going to make the playoffs anyway. Who cares? Stop pretending, Brad. You know, the Washington Wizards, if you want to pick one team over the last literally two, three years, maybe even four, in the NBA that most fans will say has underachieved, it would be the Washington Wizards. It would be Bradley Beal, John Wall. You know, they are the... 2000 teens, now 20 version of Stockton and Malone. They really are. You know, we talk about guys never win a championship last hour. How's it possible? You know, how's it possible that the Utah Jazz, with arguably the greatest power forward of all time and arguably the greatest point guard of all time, although I don't believe either one of those statements, but you can make the argument. Uh, how could that possibly be that those two guys played together in their primes? for over 10 years and never won a championship. How's it possible? Well, you know, they don't say that necessarily about Washington, but they damn do sure say, how is it possible that you could have John Wall and Bradley Beal, you know, arguably two of the best guards in the NBA, in their prime, on the same team for, you know, two, three, four years, and really never even making a dent into the NBA playoffs. Just not even a dent. Under They are by far the biggest underachiever the NBA has had in the last, like I said, two, three, not, not crazy, but two, three, four years. Absolutely. So whether Bradley Beal, maybe he thinks in his mind he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, knock yourself out. But you and I can average 30 points a game in the NBA these days, especially when you play on a lousy team that all they want to do is score 150 points as Washington, if you don't remember, wanted to do. That was their goal. Let's score 150 points, 
come hook or crook, I don't care if we give up 160, we're scoring our 150. So that 30 points a game, as good as Bradley Beal is, and I'm not saying he's a lousy player. He's not. But he's not the second best player in the NBA. That's for damn sure. So, you know what, Bradley? Make your statement. Decide whether you're going to play or you're not going to play. And now, seemingly, you have. And just move on. Nobody cares. And what's crazy about it is, which just shows to show how phony some of these people are, Washington's head coach, Scott Brooks, said earlier this week in practice that, uh, yeah, I tell you what, Bradley Beal's been looking great. <laughs> so, you know, a day or two ago, he's saying Bradley Beal is looking great with his shoulder injury. And a day or two later, Beal says, nah, I, I, I can't do it. I'm a little too sore. I don't want to take any chances. Nah, thanks, coach. I know your job's on the line here, but uh, nah, sorry. Hate to do it to you, but I'm not playing. Good. Hopefully that is You're the last word we'll hear about yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie, I, listen, this guy, I, I take all credit for Spencer Dinwiddie's career. When we were on the three-letter network, this guy was an absolute nobody, just an absolute nobody, nobody ever heard of him. He said or did something. I forget what the story was. We brought him up and spoke about an hour on Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, just craft, classic great radio, I'm sure. And ever since then, like two days later, he got the monster contract extension with the Brooklyn Nets, and, and he's been on the NBA, you know, um, you know, highlight reel ever since. Not a great, great player, but a significant player. Anyway, he's also kind of the Bradley Beal. He's been going back and forth as well. I do believe he actually wants to, but apparently he tested the uh, for the virus again. So he's now out. So now you have another Brooklyn net that's not going to partake in the resumption of the season when it does, if it does. So one more reason, as I told you previously, bet against the Brooklyn Nets every single game when the season does resume. I tell you, I'm looking forward to the NBA. Uh, I, I really am because I think there are some great betting angles that you could beat the boys in Vegas for. All right, we'll close up shop next. Scott Wetzel on a Wednesday morning. Bagels and bad beans. Here's true. As we approach uh, 54. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Here, bagels and bad beats on a Wednesday morning with some stories that we didn't have time to delve into too much. So, I did mention quickly Red Sox pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez has the uh, coronavirus, and the Giants are suspending operations until their coronavirus testing results come back. So, more uh, bleak outlooks for Major League Baseball fans. How about Brock Holt, former Red Sox player, signed a one year deal with the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, worth $2.5 million, says he has to play this upcoming season despite his wife being pregnant. And others, you know, considering not playing with pregnant wives because he might not have a job next year. The Brewers hold a club option for $5 million on him next season. This guy hit 297 and 87 games with the Red Sox. He's a lifetime solid 271 hitter. Boy, you can play him at first base, second, short, third. He plays outfield. 
I don't – you know, it's amazing how some guys can hit 271 and get the $15 million a year contracts. This guy has been nothing but terrific for the Red Sox. I was surprised they let him walk, and, and he's worried about a job. I, I don't get that at all. He's a solid player. I don't know there's something behind the scenes we don't know about, but I'd take him on my team in a heartbeat. How about former 49ers offensive lineman Joe Staley says he's lost 50 pounds in three months. He's eliminated most carbs, swore up potato chips and salsa, replacing them with broccoli and uh, a vegan dip. Uh, this after Marshall Yonda, the ex-Baltimore uh, Ravens, lost 60 pounds three months after he retired. Yeah, okay. It, it's that diet. You know, it's that same uh, Bryson DeChambeau diet working in reverse. Yeah, I'm going to put weight on in, in three, four months, and I'm going to take, you know, 30, 40, 50 pounds off. No, it's called being off roids. That's what it's called. It's not your diet. You're not losing that kind of weight. No, you are not. Please. Hey, great job by the phone callers, the emailers, and the tweeters. We will do it all again right here on Bagels and Bad Beats tomorrow morning, 5 to 7 a.m. Eastern time with yours truly, Scott Wetzel. Have yourselves a great Wednesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Be safe, people. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.